Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not talking about sex 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 we talking about sex 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 don't you over jigging no the fact that that we lowered the octave like real five notches i love it Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak about sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, Dr. Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson. And for my little freaks, and hopefully if I have some fandom situation going on <laughs> sometime by this point, for those who found me on that end, Sebastian's Adams. Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing? On today's episode, we will be talking about that shit, that sex work shit. Yes. And I have Tyrell. How are you doing? I am doing so great. Thank you so much for having me back. I always enjoy our conversations and hopefully you guys out there enjoy them as well. Love it. I'm quite sure they they love it every time you come on. Uh, <laughs> they better. If they don't, pull the fuck up. Literally do not pull up because I'm in, the, actually, pull up. I'm in the hood. They bust out here. Let me stop. Uh, <laughs> Look, you know they got GPS, right? <laughs> they do. They do. Uh-uh, y'all don't pull up. Don't pull up. Y'all already know I don't got a gap, but I do have this machete, and machete will cut a motherfucker. Let's not. Oh, okay, let me stop. Nonviolence. <laughs> so, as I said, we will be talking about sex work this episode. Tyrell, what's your views? Oh, oh, my views as far as sex work. I am I am a proponent for those who want who engage in sex work. I think that you know we need more laws to protect our sex workers. Um, and you know, I think the nature of sex work just uh when it's done in a respectful and positive light it can be very uh impactful for so many for so many people and um yeah i just yeah i just think that we need to put some more respect on our sex i agree i'm all here for making that a legal and safe place for a lot of people who are willing and wanting to go into that field because it is a it is an actual field. Like when you look at the uh, pornography that's put out there, the production and all of that, um, not to, cause I do have my uh, issues with some of the porn that's out here, right. but it's still a full on production that you have to do. It takes skill to do that. It takes uh, a lot of character and um, uh, I guess skill will work as the uh, characterizing phrase too. Uh, well term mm. for what, people have to do in order to catch uh, a viewer's eye to make them be engaged into the uh, sexual scene even though I will say some actors are not doing what needs to be done when it comes to how I like to see my uh, my porn but the ones who are out there who's getting the job done they're doing what they need to do uh, because look they're thriving um mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, there. I was just thinking about this yesterday as I was on my Twitter porn, getting my life together. <laughs> um, you know, I was thinking about, because there was this uh, caption about, um, I won't mention this person's name, but um, mentioned about him having like a comeback or, you know, something like that because he was associated with this production company. And it was so interesting. Like, I, I didn't necessarily think about that at first, about how a lot of adult entertainers have taken it upon themselves like to self-promote, which, you know, makes more sense, obviously, but in doing, but and obviously in doing so, they show, they can show all of themselves and not just the object of, the object of affection. 
Mm. should we say and it really made me think about how like you know like when we used to have our or we still have you know our uh porn production companies like you didn't get to see um you know adult entertainers or sex workers like you know really publicized the only time where you get to I think like see them is more so like when they would have like the Latino you know Oasis events and you know thing you know events that would surround you know sex positivity and things like that but now because so many people are on you know your Twitters and your TikToks and other platforms who you know promote themselves and their sex work that they do that it just it makes it a lot much more not necessarily easier access but easier content access. Mm, yes. And um, well, before the show, we were talking about some of the uh, BS that I was dealing with, not necessarily with mm-hmm. my, you know, Zadam side of things. It's literally the oh. professional side of things. Like there, there is a lot of roadblocks when it comes to advertising yourself for one on any platform, mm-hmm. when it comes to being a sex worker uh, mm-hmm. or being within the sexual health field, like even like on Instagram. Uh, I cannot mm-hmm. even promote anything under Slater's Playhouse because they automatically associate that um, platform with um, erotic or por- um, pornographic imaging. And there hasn't been mm-hmm. not one pornographic mm-hmm. image. Like right. it, just because it mentions the word sex uh, every now and again, um, I cannot advertise any of my um, posts on that, on, on that uh, page. And it's funny because they have um, a notice like for the advertising that you can uh, promote things about sexual health um, and mind you sexual pleasure is a part of sexual health but uh, the sexual health that you can only that you can advertise have to be uh, of course towards uh, 18 and older which is a, mm-hmm. a setting that you can put in uh, Instagram to promote actually um, I don't think it even goes below 18 and mm-hmm. typically I advertise to 21 up and up anyways but you, um, you have to have that. And if any education is involved, it has to be essentially abstinence only uh, type of um, education, which is not full on sexual health. So mm. it's like you cannot say you have a sexual health um, requirement if you're not engaging in all of sexual health. Um, and even with MailChimp, <laughs> which I've recently been banned from, I cannot promote anything because it said I had an OnlyFans account connected to it. And I'm like, my OnlyFans doesn't have any uh, sexual explicit content on there. It's, it's a lot of fucking right. pictures on there. And it, when I say pictures, I mean art. <laughs> like, uh, right. Yeah, it's kind of like the things that's what's happening now with these bands and stuff. It's like they're taking things down without even investigating anything. Mm-hmm. It's like it, they it just get a flag or something. It's like, oh, no, you're done. Right. And I know uh, like from my research and uh, whatnot, like my doctoral research, that a lot of this deals with the fact that we do have that law, SESTA-FOSTA, which is the Stop Stop Enabling Sex Traffickers Act. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the, that's the SESTA part. And then the FOSTA part is Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act, which is Mm -hmm. great. That is what we should be doing to uh, end sex trafficking, but the definition and how it's enforced impacts sex workers who are not being sex trafficked. Uh, It also impacts anything that's dealing with sexual health. Uh, You cannot even mention uh, an orgasm without being flagged. You cannot mention anything dealing with sexual pleasure. You cannot mention what, uh, aroused (laughs) in certain contexts without it being flagged or not being promoted on algorithms. Like, I don't even know how you even found this uh, podcast because that's how it gets sex. A lot of these platforms are. <laughs> so it's crazy. Um, but that that has hindered a lot of people, most definitely those who are trying to promote themselves um, for their OnlyFans and having to create multiple uh, tricks just to trick the al- algorithm so that you can promote yourself. It's like a daily... Um, it's it's a daily thing that you have to uh, adjust to to learn a new a new trick that can get you out there a little bit more. Exactly, exactly. And you know, to the sex workers that are out there, I am so glad that many of them, when they do have encounters where they have been, you know, disrespected or somebody has, you know, come at them come at them real left, 
I'm glad that they're speaking out about it and they will tweet about it. They will, you know, post stories about it because what you have to remember at the end of the day is do not get caught up in giving attention to, you know, uh, people's appendages mm. that you forget that these are real people with are uh, that these are real people and real human beings, right. you know, it's kind of like, you know, um, you know, sometimes you'll see certain comments and, you know, just things like that. I give a very prime example. And usually I don't get into online beefs or Twitter, you know, mm-hmm. wars or, you know, whatever you want to call them. But I just felt the need to speak on this. There was a post as I was on my Twitter. Uh, there was a post <laughs> where this um, man, very, you know, handsome man, he had posted a picture where, you know, like you get into like that that pose and he took a picture of you know his backside from the nature of a mirror and one of the comments was one from a uh, black gentleman and another one was from a white woman who were commenting on the they were asking the question of oh my god like why does he look dark at like why does he look dark at the bottom but he's light-skinned or you know or something along the line because the tweet because the tweet has been some time ago and I remember just like in that moment as much you know kind of toxic nature that you know sites like Twitter can be Hmm. you know sometimes I'll just let them roll off my shoulders or whatever but it's something in me just felt the need to put these two people on blast and so I I didn't go for them but I just had made the comment to the guy because he was he tweeted them back he was like what does my skin color have to do with the nature of you know this photo and he felt and I felt so bad that he felt that when he posted that picture now because of these two people he's in a space of now having to justify Mm -hmm. himself when you're on his page and I just felt so bad in that moment and then I was and so I tweeted something along the lines of well Obviously, it's clear that some people obviously don't recognize the difference that, you know, you can be multiple shades, like you can be multiple shades. Um, And obviously, that's lost upon certain people. Do not worry about those kind of comments. You look great. Peace and, you know, peace and love, you know, to you or, you know, whatever it is that I mentioned. But just in that moment, it just it made me so infuriated because here this person is, you know, posting this picture for whatever the reason is Mm -hmm. and now because you have posted a picture of your body now people feel the need to come at you sideways of questioning you about your own physical physical appearance the holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression when it comes to sexual expression we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually for those who have not learned this by now The stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. Now people feel the need to come at you sideways of questioning you about your own physical physical appearance. Mm. And it's really, it's not even necessarily asking a question to be inquisitive. It's just being ignorant. That's, that's. That's the space that uh, a lot of social media is. It's just catering to ignorance. And it's like, yes, you have so much information out here that people can access that we all know that they're not willing and um, wanting to do. So I don't Mm -hmm. know why people still bring that out. But it's like we're in the space of ignorance. It's regardless of how much information you provide to a person to want to educate them, they're just going to not want to follow that. Mm -hmm. It it sucks, but that's the reality. And it's... it's until more platforms are willing to equitably address the issues that a lot of people face most definitely when it comes to the uh, realm of sex work and look at the context of conversations again mm-hmm. um, to make sure that people are protected make sure that people are not being um, 
not having to justify their actions to people who are just who just want to scream into a void just because you felt proud or felt pleased with your body uh, and wanted to post out on the internet. Like mm-hmm. people are just annoying and sickening. They are. And then I think I especially became infuriated. You know, the like I say, the Black man, yeah, he was like all wrong as real issues, but I really became infuriated about this white woman commenting on this Black body. Like, it just, you know, I hate, you know, and I hate to be using the word trigger because I think it's such a it not necessarily a dated term now but it's like every time somebody somebody yeah somebody's triggered about something but really in that moment I felt the historical implications I felt the gratifying (laughs) (laughs) I felt I had all the feels about the fact that this white woman was commenting on this black this black body so yeah it's just it was not pretty and I had to self-regulate and check myself because I'm like, look, don't have this to come out your character based on someone else. So that's why I chose to direct the positive energy towards him rather than mm. them. Mm. Love yeah. it. Love it. I need I, I need to start practicing that. Because uh, <laughs> 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 who so I, I think um telling people about themselves and helping them gain their life is becoming a fetish at this point. Um, <laughs> but um, we're supposed to be talking about Twitter porn. <laughs> oh, okay. So Twitter definitely has some of the best porn out there. Um, I, I, I do appreciate that a lot more uh, sex workers are on that platform and share it well. <laughs> If they get to stay, because you know, with the recent updates and shit, but uh, yeah, yeah, that that's gonna be another conversation, <laughs> a whole another thing. But if if Twitter porn allows, like, can stay on that platform, it has been a a very eye opening avenue, uh, uh, mm-hmm. a great experience of learning, uh, like how many people are in sex work. Um, granted, I think there's a push for a lot of the younger generation of starting their own OnlyFans and things like that, which uh, is kind of disturbing in a way. I, I encourage them to, you know, do whatever makes them happy, but I also don't know if they're doing that just to, because they think it's easy money and not know how uh, involved or even though the history of sex work, but yeah and now it's even getting into like some fears that i'm not a part of because i don't now as much as i follow people mm-hmm. i don't you know do I don't, i'm not subscribed to anybody's um only fans uh but now i know that there is um now the things that are coming out where some of the the content creators are having problems with only fans so now they have the just for fans platform and you know all these other platforms. So now it's getting into spheres that go way beyond my head. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I think it's like you say it, it's something that's a little disturbing about the fact that new kind of content creators are being pushed into these stratospheres. And I think it's because of the fact, just like how we think about music, about how people become like independent are now like being independent artists now. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know it's a kind of connotated to that like you hear so many like content creator stories about what happens when they try to work for production companies and things like that. So if they can build their own brand and connect and, and that's why, you know, it's really, it's really like exciting. And now content creators are so like creative. Mm -hmm. They're so creative because now when you go on Twitter, one of your favorite, you know, um, content creators they'll drop a teaser for them being in a video with so-and-so so they'll drop like a like a 20 second teaser and to say like hey coming soon to bring them to the plat so you can be brought to the platform to for only fans or just for fans to actually watch the video mm. and you know just the connections that are made across the major cities of people who do have that kind of following and fan base. And so baby, it'd be like a, it'd be like a feature, it'd be like a special feature that's about, that's about to happen. <laughs> like we finna, like for the few seconds you are on Twitter for that content, it's like, oh yes, this thing came out. And even though I know I'm only gonna see like, like two minutes of this, 
it'd be like a whole feature film. Right. <laughs> right. Whole feature. No, like, I, I definitely love that, like with the platforms like Just for Fans and OnlyFans, it's in giving a lot of creators that opportunity to network within, um, to um connect with to collab with other sex workers to um, put out a production i love that for them because beforehand you have to see who who you're going to be scheduled with but i know one of the things that really nagged me in the back like it is always there mm. because there's that huge push of uh having unprotected sex and um yeah. within like the traditional um like the traditional production companies that you might find mm-hmm. in like California and whatnot. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people who are getting in, getting into sex work do not understand or even know the background or the uh, history of what, what all goes on before these people go uh, and get on set. You have mm-hmm. to make sure that you're tested. You have to get tested b- uh, between each sexual partner that you have, each sexual right. encounter, each filming and all of that to ensure that you're not, bringing any kind of um, STIs to the person that you'll be filming with in order for you to have raw sex with this person. Uh, And this is not to say that if you see a a condom within a traditional uh, production is because uh, they had some kind of STI. No, it's just, that's just what, that was a boundary thing for that person. Um, But there's not a lot of that um, being shown when it comes to uh, like most definitely uh, queer spaces um, or specifically gay uh, spaces. Uh, I don't see too many porn um, pornography that has condom usage. Um, Yeah. There's that mindset that raw is law. Yeah. And it's, and it's actually great that you mentioned that because somebody who I was, um, I went onto their uh, page yesterday um, you know, has a big following. And a lot of people were giving him praise because majority of the time, I would say, not even necessarily majority, but um, 100%, I think, of his content that he posts, you will always see the fact of there's a condom involved. And he was saying that, you know, even though he has all these followers and stuff like that, he still goes back to those early sex conversations that he would have with his mom and his aunts and stuff like that about the nature that all it takes is that, you know, that one, that one time. And -hmm. it's not even to say like, even if protection is used, that something is still not going to happen, but making sure that you have taken, you know, necessary precautions to minimize that. And I like what he said, he's saying that, you know, if you're not going to watch my content, because I'm not not using protection, like what kind of message is that sending? You know, what kind Mm -hmm. of message is that sending? And of course, everybody has their own preferences and stuff like that. So if you're into raw and, you know, things like that, I like how he said that this is just not the place for you, Mm. you know, because even though he's not necessarily making a kind of outwardly public announcement or conscious, you know, like conscious effort to promote, you know, healthy sexual encounters by do by making sure he is in scenes with partners who respect that boundary and respect the nature of having protection, that message is automatically implicit. Mm. You know, yes. so, um, so yeah, it, uh, yeah. But I definitely, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Um, I think that that is one of the major um, aspects about the misconception, should I say, mm-hmm. about being an adult entertainer or, or should I say sex worker? Um, and especially if you're new into, you know, mm-hmm. the avenue to feel like, oh, the only way that you are going to establish a baseline is to engage in activity that you may not necessarily um, have engaged with before. Because, like, I've, um, guys, I really don't be uh, focusing too much on like new content uh, creators because I'm, I'm happy that they're there. But uh, <laughs> it's like when you have the ones when you become a fan of certain people, you're just like I'm here for their content and their content only. If I I might subscribe to their only mm-hmm. fans one day, but that's something else. But you, right. you're just focusing on your your normal, your regular, the ones that you're um, on the on the app to see. 
But whenever I do come across a a new content creator and I'm just like browsing through um, what's going on and then because you have the way that a lot of them market is that uh, because there's been a lot more public play um, (laughs) clips I've been seeing, but you'll have, oh, met this stranger, this place, met this place, the person, um, that place. I actually saw somebody, uh, I think it was either last night or two nights ago, uh, who posted that they only have, uh, they only do raw sex with strangers. And I'm like, and you have a video you're um showing yourself as you know a sex worker so i'm assuming that this is the field that you're in and you're putting that message out there that this is what you do how often are you getting tested what like we don't think about that follow-up and with you having your platform to um because a lot of people turn to pornography for education for sex ed because they Mm -hmm. do not know what they're doing they want someone to show them all the possibilities of sex it's a responsibility up for you to have as a sex worker to provide adequate sex education to people. Yes. Yes. And I think that, and I think the, the main reason why that ends up becoming a bit of a problem is because as we enter, as you know, we've entered into a space where, oh yeah, it's about self-promotion. You know, I'm just doing this to, you know, for myself and, you know, to engage in what I like. You're not taking conscious of, the more followers you get, the more you become socially responsible for the thing, for the things that you put out there. And so I do wish that, you know, I wish a lot more content creators would give, and I'm not even saying necessarily say that you have to be, you know, the go-to or the regulator for how this is supposed to go, but mm-hmm. have, you know, something about on your page that actually speaks about, hey, you know, if I'm a content creator and, you know, I like to, you know, do hotel hookups with, you know, anonymous, you know, anonymous people who come actually make some, you know, videos where you actually talk about the safety precautions that, you know, you take to do, or the fact that these are, you know, steps that, you know, that you can take to make sure that you continue to be safe. And it's not to say that that's always going to be a guarantee or 100%, but just like um, one of the content creators I, you know, I follow Ever so often, he does put out messages that um, are very uplifting, where he is uplifting the nature of showing more love to uh, bigger, bigger men, where he is um, showing, you know, to say like, hey, we need to put some more respect and put some more love out here for our, you know, uh, men who uh, are penetrated and, you know, things like that. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a whole education course Mm -hmm. about what it is that you do, but just because of what it is that you do, um, to share that knowledge, because like you say, so many people look to you and others like you as part of your platform. And it's, it's sadly one of those things about the fact that you're not going to get protection from the outside world, mm-hmm. you know, from other aspects. So we have to innately protect each other. Yeah. And I feel like the way that you can do that, just like how you post those videos, you can make a streamline to post about, hey, this is what you, this is kind of like what you need to do. There's one creator out there. He does a lot of video promotions about the nature of the sex, of the uh, sex toys that, you know, he makes and how to actually tutorials about how to actually use them, uh, you know, safely and stuff like that. And also with a partner as well. And so, you know, I just wish more content creators would do those, Mm. would do those kind of things. Um, Definitely send that one to me. Uh, (laughs) 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 Um, Like anyone who's a fan of the podcast by this point already know I have like a collection of sex toys and I also have a way to get free sex toys which I've been loving um, oh, so then you need to share that I got you I got you <laughs> <laughs> love it but um like even even when it comes to it's like no one's you don't have to be the, uh, a professor. You don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to no. be that in these spaces because a lot of people who are new to this because of like things like OnlyFans, uh, they haven't been able to go through, I don't want to say trauma of um, the productions of, uh, you know, traditional uh-huh. sex work, but they haven't had the opportunity to experience what the the hardships of that, of, yeah. um, of, that self-promotion, uh, having to go to um, different 
uh, conferences and things like that, networking with different people uh, within the same city to figure out how you all can, uh, you know, uh, get your content together, knowing someone that you have a full ass agent that does everything for you. But when, when things shifted for, you know, the traditional um, uh, sex workers uh, to transition to platforms like OnlyFans, when that shift happened, a lot of those who were already in the field, they provided because they have the opportunity to engage with their community a lot more. They had mm-hmm. those conversations with people. Uh, let them know, hey, you saw me on set. You saw how all you saw me squirting all this other stuff. You saw me fuck her so good and all that. That stuff is not real. That stuff is not necessarily how I interact with people uh, when it comes to sex. That is mm-hmm. just that character that was for the production. But this content that you'll be seeing for me from me now on my platform will be a lot more authentic. It will be a lot more me. You will see when I have my highs. You will see when I have my lows. You will see that mm-hmm. I get exhausted. I'm not fucking somebody for four straight hours. <laughs> I'm yeah. tired. Like you have a lot, you get a lot more of that exposure um, now that you have those, um, that platform, you have those um sex workers giving that knowledge to their uh, following but the those who are new to it they never they never got that experience they they just have that instant i know mm-hmm. i can make only fans i could build a following i can uh, collab with these other creators if they're interested and then that's it that's all i need to do but right. do you know their sexual histories do you know your sexual histories do you and, know anything about exposures and even if you know, even if you were to do those kind of video segments, even if they're not necessarily particularly popular, my thing would be like, I just feel like if I was a content creator, I just would innately feel some type of social responsibility for like, yeah, I have these, you know, great fun videos that are there Mm -hmm. for, you know, you all's enjoyment, but I don't know. It's just something intrinsically, I think, in me would feel. And I don't know, maybe that stems from just being in education, but it would just be like one of those things where, yeah, and it doesn't necessarily need to be anything that, like you say, you don't need to be a professor and, you know, like have these credentials and things like that. You're just honestly speaking on the nature of your experiences. And there's nothing more invaluable. And just because you may not necessarily get recognition for it, you know, and hey, you can make a video that is explaining all about this and only have two views of it. But trust, those two people that viewed it more than likely took something away from it. And, you know, you never know who they may share it with and who they may share it with. So just because you may not necessarily be getting the 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 feedback and the the greatness uh, that you're receiving, like you're receiving from the nature of your video your other videos doesn't mean that it's not worthwhile to do mm-hmm. and i, I kind of wonder if uh, people are still having that that conversation with themselves uh, are they still comfortable with the idea that they may actually skyrocket in their success mm-hmm. and they might they may be exposed to a lot more and with exposure comes uh, communications with family. Uh, and are you able to have that conversation? Are you willing and ready to have that conversation? Because that exposure can happen at any time. And I know, um, like for, for my family, if there is a random um, film out there with me having sex, they'll probably just be like, okay, we saw this shit coming. The, 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 he has a whole book about this <laughs> shit. So we right. saw this right. coming. Well, it's only a, it, was, look, it was only a matter of time. Right? <laughs> it was coming. We knew it was going to happen. Don't show me the video. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I expected mm. this. But like, are these individuals who are new to the game, are you willing to be in that position of when someone uh, who knows you find it to have that conversation like, hey, this is what I do. It's okay. I'm, I'm proud of it. And I want you to be proud of it. Uh, and I don't know. It, that's the one thing that worries me when it comes yeah. to uh, new content creators who, um, because yeah. when I think of the um, current generation, the um, Gen Z out here, uh, this is coming from my education background with uh, and dealing with them that a lot of them are focused on the instant gratification and not the the work Mm -hmm. that's um, like building something that's sustainable. And because of that, 
they're uh, many of them do not think their actions through all the way and that can cause issues and yeah. and it takes time to you know learn those type of things just to kind of like give an example like I didn't know for as much as I love because I love to watch like um uh, reaction videos on YouTube like just mm-hmm. like shows and movies and stuff like that and in the beginning I was like I had this mindset like oh like this is like the one of like the most easiest jobs ever all I have to do is like film myself watching something and I can get followers right but it took for me to have a real education and learning that no sitting up there and recording yourself is not just the job like you have to one have space out the time for yourself Mm -hmm. to do that you have to know you have to edit your recordings just like you know you do with any type of you know any type of recordings that you do you have to know videography you have to do Mm -hmm. lighting you have to uh go back and see about a posting schedule you have to get moderators to filter out you know uh people in the comments who spoil things so there are a lot of moving pieces to being a reactor on you know on YouTube and it really gave me such a profound respect to say like hey you know that would be great for me to do but you know I ain't trying to do all (laughs) I'm not trying to do all that but to you know segment back it's like you say a lot of times people coming into the industry like they don't know um you know those ins and outs and I think what's happened is the one good thing I used to think about production companies is that if you were getting with a certain production company it's kind of like a job it's kind of like a job you learn Mm -hmm. the kind of ins and outs now not to say that all those ins and outs were positive because we you know we do know about you know those shady you know those shady business but at least you were in a kind of umbrella of you know getting to know the ins and outs. Now it's become that oh all you need to do is just you know follow these cre- you know follow these creators but there's no type of like real guidance. Mm-hmm. You know unless you just create that one-on-one connection. So it's kind of like you're just learning as you go. Mhm. And so, yeah. it's like I that's why <clears throat> when I think about the newer um uh, creators that I love it that they are keeping it up um because like literally my main concern is their their safety and all um their mental well-being and um being emotionally stable enough to be in in this field Uh, like even for myself because i'm technically considered a sex worker even though i'm not putting out sexual sexually explicit content um just knowing the the views that other people may have of you uh or yes you get to a point where you just stop caring about what other people think of you which is a great place to be oh my god it's phenomenal um but you still um think about your fans in a way how they're seeing you making sure that you are engaging with them um in in an equitable and uh, respectful manner and even uh having to think about how are you respecting yourself? Are you taking time for yourself outside of the uh, productions that you're putting? Uh, putting yeah. out? Are you um, are you meeting or having sexual encounters with people who are who will benefit you or respect you, respect your body, respect your privacy, and respect your platform enough um, that it's not going to come back and hurt you? Like, are hey. these things that are being thought about? And along that note, I'm so glad you brought that up because it makes me think about um, certain incidences that have happened where I think as much as we, you know, respect, we want to respect sex workers, I do believe that for people that they're filming with, that they also need to make sure that they're doing um, that respect. Now, it's not, I haven't really seen too many incidences, and especially now because we have, you know, revenge porn laws and, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. I really don't see a lot of times where people are being filmed in a sexual encounter without their permission. However, I have noticed that there has been a rise of, like you say, for people who are engaging in like public spaces, when they happen to have film with somebody who has to be in like uniform or have a name tag or something like that. And then they don't, you know, like black out the face or black out the name. And you have had some instances where some people have spoken out about the fact that that video, once the video has gotten out and that person is easily identifiable, Mm -hmm. that they have been fired fired from their job because of it. Or, you know, they've had to, you know, face certain consequences um, because of it. 
And, you know, I just think that, you know, sometimes, you know, sex workers need to also be very, you know, very careful. But that also leads me into like this other thing I'm fascinated to get your insight on. Um, what do you think about like for people who willingly participate, obviously, in the making of a video, but the making of that video has that person like with a ski mask on and hiding their face? Honestly, for me, I don't discredit it, but those are like some of like the videos that I kind of just don't watch whenever I'm going through like, you know, my Twitter porn or whatever, because my thing is like, yeah, you have a right to not show your face or to cut angles however you want to, because I do believe in privacy and whatever, you know, whoever is in the scene, whatever it is that's being consented to is great, but it's kind of like, you wearing a mask unless it's part of like a costume kind of like scene or segment mm -hmm. it's like i'm missing that connect i'm missing that connection so it's like i can just scroll to another video or bypass another video to like see that so i just wanted to get like you know kind of like what what are your thoughts about people who willingly participate in scenes but they wear like that ski mask or wear some mm -hmm. type of hood like to cover their to cover their face so I, I like, <clears throat> I, I'm here for, like, when it comes to, like, my Sebastian side, that's all costume mm -hmm. um, and, like, mask and all that. Am I willing mm -hmm. to um, perform uh, with someone, it, like, do actual content with somebody without the mask? Yeah, depending on who it is. If it's um, right. my favorite um, <laughs> Twitter porn star, definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. we can do this. I want you to know this is me. <laughs> you get all of this you get all of it oh, like you are fucking sebastian inverted in this moment like let's be real but um like um uh, outside of that i like i'm okay with it because i know it's them protecting their privacy uh, wow. and they want really want to engage with them because i don't know if they're like a fan of them uh and of the person they're just trying they're getting their shot to do a film with them uh mm. so i'm like that that's great but it does also take away from the the sexual connection that you can have when you are um, doing this with mm. two content creators um mm. like whenever i see someone in the mask if it's not that person's actual platform like their character their um persona for their page is a person in a mask because you know i got a whole ass job out here i want to protect that so i'm going to wear this right. mask um right. while i do my my content if you are the content creator and you're engaging with someone who is um repetitive repetitively wearing a, a mask of some sort my main thought in that situation is okay this must be a stranger that they met on some app uh, that has uh, is willing to be in this production with them and that's when my mind because you know with sexual education sexual health that's where my my mind always going to I'm like did you ask these questions about have you been tested do you have those results are those results printed from today have you tested them yourself did you go to them with, uh, at the clinic with and, and they're all up in your body without a condom what is going on? like this is where my mind goes mm -hmm. so because my mind goes there i immediately have to go to the next um available twitter porn that i could find because right. i'd rather not be thinking so heavily on their personal sexual health and what they're uh, putting at risk with their sexual act i have to go to mm. something that i'm more comfortable with and usually that is with um facial um right. imaging like i can see both uh, parties i know who they are or right. if it is somebody with the mask or never shows their face like um um rabbit um fat rabbit yeah yeah fat rabbit. yeah like never seen this mofos because I, I was a fan on twitter uh, on tumblr never seen mm. face uh, it's like chest and below i get it that's yeah. their character um exactly. but outside of that i'm just like I just worry. I worry too much. So I just can't do it. And I like exactly. more power to those who, um, mm -hmm. again, if that's what you're comfortable with, I love it right. for you. I just can't do it. Yeah. And that's what, and like I said, that's where I stand with it. It's like, I get the need to, you know, privacy, I'm all for it. But 
innately the the result of that is that it it creates something of a disconnect for me Mm -hmm. unless like you say it's somebody that has made not showing themselves you know as a part of like this is their character Mm -hmm. and you know you know so i yeah i just like i always find though that those situations to be like really really tricky who, who would have thought Twitter porn will uh, get this deep? Um, <laughs> oh, we could have, oh, we could have so many segments on we could. like this. It's an uh, ongoing conversation. One of the things that um, probably should just address this before we get into the um, questions or whatnot is freak accounts. I know I have my freak account. Uh, I used to, I literally, I used to just like stuff on my regular account, but then I was like, you know, let me be respectful of those other people who are not into the kind of porn that I'm into because I, I, I'm over here liking, um, um, porn that might, uh, have like two trans people having sex, um, (laughs) gay, gay sex, straight porn I'm, I'm liking everything there was this one chick who has multiple videos of her um just pouring like milk down her chest and you just see mm. milk going straight into the crevices of her tits and i'm just like girl i don't know why this is giving me all the life that i need today <laughs> follow like, i can't retweet i don't want to retweet i, I don't right. want people to like like burn is always watching porn like and so yeah i created my other I, yeah i i just created mine like a few like a few months ago um and it was suggested to me because of the fact like i think somebody i was following or i wanted to follow um and actually he's actually a known kind of like star so the fact that i actually was talking with him in the conversation i was like oh okay um so it was one of those things where he actually gave me like some tips and suggestions about like creating, you know, like another, you know, like another account, what to actually do, um, you know, in creating it and, you know, things like that, because it was getting to that point. Like you say, it's like, I want to follow certain people and things like that, but I have to be very conscious about the fact that I'm a professional, I'm in academic spaces as well. So, you know, I don't want my personal and professional to be being blended and so it's like okay let me revamp this so I can and you know as a writer right so I had to spend some time coming up with my user with my username that was not gonna have my real name anything attached to it so I had to think about that real real hard I had to think about okay my picture can obviously be in here so I have to you know um you know, create like another picture or, you know, something like that, that doesn't, you know, show my face. So it was a whole, like, like creating a whole, it's like almost like creating a whole nother identity. Mm-hmm. In a sense. And so, yeah, I'm glad that I have it. So I just keep, you know, both accounts up on my phone now and just switch back and forth, you know, and um, it really doesn't matter, um, you know, about, you know, um, I think the necessary things about the, the, not necessarily what I post, because it's like, I really don't post anything on my other account. I really just go there to like and to reply to stuff. So now I feel comfortable in doing that, knowing that, you know, if I was to do that on my regular account, you know, I got people seeing things and, you know, it's just, you know, so I do get that person, you know, that public versus private, you know, kind of thing. Yes. Oh, I think the my freak account. I love it so much. Um, I I need to like go back from my. I'm I, I'm just too lazy to do it. But go to my um, personal account through my free account, my my freak account, so I could find those uh, content creators <laughs> that I love. Because now I just if I go because you know coming into my regular account they pop up. I'm just like mm, I want to like. I'm trying to keep that separate um, for my friends' sake because I already know some of the porn I liked in the past popped up on their um, their thread and it's just like, Bernie, you are a nasty hoe. Like, do better. So <laughs> just to prevent that. <laughs> but I don't know. Free- Everyone get your freak account. Get you a yeah. damn freak account. Now, you have a lot of people, like, they just really just, the, and shout out, to, and kudos to them. They really just don't care. Or they're in positions where, like, I don't need to, like, you know, hide, not necessarily hide myself, but I don't need to, um, you know, separate, you mm-hmm. know, professional and personal. So I love people, you know, that can, that can do that. But I don't know. It's kind of like when I created it, it's kind of like, 
almost like an alter ego. Like I feel sexy having like a freak. <laughs> <laughs> I support. I support. Well, that's that's why I have Sebastian over here um, to yeah. do all that craziness stuff with. Like, um, like I, I love because it, it is an extra step of freedom. Because granted, if anybody finds it, I'm not going to care. Like where when it comes to the jobs I'm working and they're just like, is this you? I'm gonna be like, yes, it is. Like, do you mm-hmm. want more content or <laughs> do you have critiques? <laughs> what? <laughs> why are you asking look, me? Look, let me answer some questions for you if you really look, want to know. Look, you 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 knew the answer before you came here. Like, what do, what are you looking for? <laughs> exactly. But like, like with with that, I'm comfortable with people knowing that I have this. And, um, but it's like. There's something about just having that account separate, not saying that it's, uh, well, it is a little bit more freeing. It's a lot less worry in the sense that I'm not accidentally triggering or um, exposed, not even exposing, but making someone else uncomfortable with what I liked or what I've shared. because I do want to respect those followers on uh, on that page, mm-hmm. on like on my personal page, because I know a lot of them are not as sexual as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least on, on the freak side of things, everybody who follows me and everybody I'm following on there is all about sex. Yeah. And, honestly, <laughs> and, you know, and honestly, like I say, I like having the two accounts because I like having one that is strictly for, mm-hmm. you know, professional, it's academic, it's, you know, hey, these are friends and stuff like that. And then I love having my other one that is just my just my freak because back before when it was a little bit of a blend of both it would be like okay I'm trying to scroll just to see see this but now because I have my other account I don't really need to do all that scrolling it's like this kind of when I'm in the mood for this you know kind of content I know just to swap over Mm -hmm. to my freak account and where I can go and I enjoy and I can actually engage with people because before before I had my other account I would be afraid to just reply to something Mm -hmm. because I know that people, if they log onto your page, they can see about things that, you know, like you reply to or that you tweet about or, you know, things like that. So I would even be afraid just to just do that and not afraid because I'm ashamed or anything like that. But it's just one of those things that you just don't want people in your business, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. so having that, having that other account, it, it just like you say, it's a lot more freeing. You don't have to really think about you know too much, right? Because uh, I will say one thing: the uh, one porn star, <laughs> the one sex worker, I'm trying to get in in them. Well, I'm not in the DMs yet, but um, get in mm. the bed with. Yeah, they already know I'm interested. They know. They know. Yeah, they sure. like and stuff and everything. I'm just like just right. You better put in that application. Look, <laughs> better put in that application. You can do content on on content on content on content on different surfaces. I'm here for it. Mm. Um, but yeah, now let's switch over to a different conversation. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I will say, since this has been uh, an episode all about sex, let's keep it about sex and go into sex questions. All right, let's get it. So this is, um, what are some of your deal breaker turnoffs? Mm, okay. Oh, what are some of my deal breaker turnoffs? Um, one of my deal breaker turnoffs is someone who just doesn't like to, doesn't like to kiss. Mm. Like, cause I'm a very slow kind of sensual intimate person. So I can't, I can't go into an intimate encounter with somebody and it's just about, even if it's just about oral or it's just about you know penetration or anything like that that's just like it's almost like a disconnect for me in a way so I have to I have to have that that intimate that intimate connection I have to have the foreplay should we say to even be in the space to want to do more um let me see if I have any other sexual just turn off I really don't like a I don't want I don't like a whole lot of aggression mm. So that for me is a big turnoff. And especially like, I think for me, just because one, like I say, I'm a slow and sensual person, but also too, because I have like sensitive skin. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you, you scratch me, I get a whip and it's like, we gonna have problems. <laughs> but I know it's like, 
yeah, you in the moment and, you know, things may turn a little, you know, aggressive, especially, mm. but it's like, like, no, bitch, like, don't scratch me. <laughs> <laughs> I could not say the same. I've no. been scratched before and I loved it. Um, <laughs> I actually had like, you know, um, so I, I was, I didn't know it was that deep of scratch uh, until oh. the next day when um, like the little tiny microscopic scabs <laughs> like, Ooh, okay. yeah, I, I just felt that my shoulder and I was like um what the fuck what is happening like oh my god I did not know that was going on but that happened <laughs> uh I will say wait did you have any other deal breakers because uh, I kind of cut you off I'm sorry oh no you're fine no I'm, I'm trying to think if I have any so please go 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 no please keep. all right go so uh for me um being if you're rushing sex um that's a turn off mm-hmm. for me and because like you I'm a very sensual person so there's preparation like uh let's be in the moment let's not try to go too fast um let's let's get into things gently and then if you want to if um both of us want to be yeah. a little bit more rough we can be a lot more rough then but it's just right. easing into it um I, I i i i just can't do like abrupt we fucking we fucking we fucking no i cannot we not fucking we yeah not. Um, oh also for like i know that there's a lot of animal lovers um out here but like your your pet cannot be like in the space yes. of us being intimate like that's not going to happen so I'm just putting that out there right now <laughs> I agree with you there um that's happened to me before I felt very awkward and mm-hmm. um and me being in their space I was like okay it will be rude for me to ask them to put their child mm-hmm. their dog outside <laughs> but I'm also like but they you have a whole living room so can you just put them in the living room uh and because the dog licked my feet and I'm like okay this is just getting a little bit way uncomfortable rather than just letting them roam around the living room they just put the dog um in the kennel and now the dog is in the kennel we're supposedly having sex and now I'm just like the dog is in the same room still (laughs) (laughs) I I can't get past Also, this may be a little bit more of a racial implication, which is a whole nother conversation, but um, like, don't refer to my frontal appendage as a cock. Like, yes, I'm a, a, like, the word just sounds wrong. Like, yes. <laughs> like yes. I can't. The, I, can't. I, 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 the word, I know I you, say you hate the word triggered, but it, it does. It, it does. It's, triggered. It's, it's a trigger. It's a, it's a trigger. <laughs> Oh, I want that big black cock. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ew. I was say like, oh, why are you saying like that? We don't want it. <laughs> I want also, it. Also, along with that, I think just any type of just like fetish, like you, like how we've talked about like fetishization, like I, I know we're all into, and I don't mean fetishization as, to say like oh we're into like particular kinks or you know like fetishes or anything like that but just like if you have this constant like obsession with like a certain like body part or you know like something that's just outwardly physical it's kind of like okay yeah we're in this intimate moment like I know this like you don't necessarily need to be keep repeating it just like I had a friend say that like one of his sexual kind of like deal breakers and I think maybe for a lot of older gentlemen like Mm -hmm. they may relate to this being called daddy mm. and you know things like that but like I know for a lot of men it's a turn you know it's like a turn on or you know things like that but it's like I'm not nobody's no. like dad or father like it's just it takes me mentally out so um, like also, I, yeah oh, oh, I'm sorry I can't I can't, okay. like I, I can't be called daddy um during sex and I'm not going to call you daddy during sex it's, it makes me very uncomfortable because uncomfortable. I'm trying to fuck my dad and also, I, I I wouldn't think like this would be a problem, but some people do. And unless I am dealing with someone uh, who is of a hearing impaired nature, mm-hmm. like I couldn't, I don't think I could deal with like sil- just silent sex. I can, I can definitely do that. <laughs> but uh, either that or some good music. But I, I definitely done silent sex multiple times. Uh, I'm okay with it because it depends on how pleasurable it is. If it's if it's if I'm bored, 
then I cannot do silent sex because I'm just mm-hmm. I'm in my head at this point. I'm just ready for everything to uh, be done. Uh, I know a uh, uh, a huge turnoff for me is calling my asshole a pussy. I just can't do that. Yeah. I can't. Uh, I, that that makes me feel uh, not necessarily insecure, but I feel as though you don't see me as who I am and who I present myself mm-hmm. or who, I, who I'm represented as and who I told you I am. Therefore, mm-hmm. you're not respecting me as a person. Therefore, you're not respecting my body. And that's not, it's just not sexy to me. Now, what? for those who do enjoy <clears throat> their asshole being a bussy or pussy, again, more power to you. Yeah, I love y'all. I will make sure I send every motherfucker who hit me up to you so they can, you know, do what needs to be done for you. I just can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just, yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of things. And let's not even talk about the nature of just like, have, you know, and I'm not saying that you gotta be all out, decked out, but, you know, people, let's practice some good hygiene too. Like, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, like we always got to be the pillar of hygiene because let's face it, you know, if you come from the gym, you may be in the moment or, you know, you're coming from work, you just may want to get it in. You know, it's not to say like, you know, we're all going to be pictures of p- pillars of hygiene all the all the time. But, you know, like, don't be funky. <laughs> <laughs> not all the time. <laughs> don't, be, like, like, don't, don't be funky. But, um, but yeah, I know like, I don't necessarily know if it would be a deal breaker, but I know for me, um, and again, more power to my shorter men who are out here taking it, doing this, doing that. I, I rock with you, but not for me. Um, at the end of the day, especially dealing with another man, like your endowment is going to play a big factor into what is and what is not going to happen. Uh, because, um, yeah, oh, you I'm not going yeah Mm. yeah and if you want to be a size queen i i say more power to you some people you know you have a lot of people say the bigger the better you know i'm you know i i feel for you but you know that's just that's just not gonna be me (laughs) like it's a no it's a no and i i want i think that's i feel like the the concept of size queen is probably the thing that got so many people into sending dick pics because they are trying to prove themselves before they even meet up because i want you to know exactly what you're getting into um because of my dick size or whatever the case may be but like look size really does not matter and that's been statistically proven but actually i I would actually combat that size actually does matter but not for the reasons that people think so Size actually does matter because um, especially like if you are someone who is, you know, like as we know about anatomy, um, a woman's vagina anatomy is not this is not a, Mm -hmm. you know, an asshole anatomy. So in those retrospects, size does size does matter. And it's so interesting because there was a conversation that happened one time where this woman, she was actually talking to. Uh, some of her male friends who are well endowed and she said it was very interesting about the things that they revealed and she said most of them revealed the fact that as well endowed as they are they have actually some of the worst sex lives because partners a lot of partners that they meet they cannot you know deal with deal with that deal with their endowment you know so you know I tend to think, you know, I tend to say like size, you know, size does matter, but not for the reasons that people that people usually associate with it. And I know personally for me, when it comes to like the whole dick pics and you know things like that, my thing is like, yeah, that looks good from a distance, but and it can stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, it can stay over there. Look, like, um, pictures a lot all the time. That's what I know. And mm-hmm. angle, angle is important. <laughs> it do, it do. Angle can make mm-hmm. angle can add some inches. <laughs> <laughs> it can it can like I just yeah you know I just you know I feel like yeah when it comes to when it comes to size it's like mm. and and I think also too that there's also obviously we can get into talking about historical implications of being mm-hmm. sexualized and objectified you know because of the nature of Mandingo and you know yes. um, a lot of those you know kind of uh, implications that can hinder or even ruin a lot of times uh sexual encounters mm-hmm. but um but yeah I, yeah there's a lot of things that are like 
just deal break standard deal breaker. And you know, and, and you know, the thing is, when you are a kind of sexually expressive and free person, or you know, like, hey, you do, you know, engage in this. Like, there's a lot of things that I like to see, but I wouldn't necessarily engage with. And I think that there's, and I think that there's a difference, you know, with that. There's a there's a lot of things that I'm like, oh yeah, okay, like that's kind of or you know, like that looks nice. But I'm like, ooh, in my head, I'm like, never. Never me. So that's like there's some people who <laughs> enjoy watching scat play and water sports and they're turned on by it. Mm-hmm. But those same people are not they're not the ones who also engage yeah. in that. It's like exactly. it, it, it turns them on, but mm-hmm. they're not it's not their sexual expression. Yeah. And I think that that's and I think that when getting to know people, either from a friendship based, romantic base, and when you're having conversations and trying to get to know someone, I think that that's a very pointed question to ask about what turns you on but Mm. what turns you on and that you would actually do Mm. because I think that that's a I think that there's a lot of um you know boundaries that can happen you know that can be established with that there's a lot of things that you may not necessarily come to know about a person just because something is a turn on for a person doesn't necessarily mean that it's something that they would actually engage in and do you know those are the facts oh yeah now on that note it is getting to that point of the show. So do you have any last words, any tips, tricks, or anything like that that you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, yeah, just um, to reiterate, you know, again, let's put some respect on our sex workers, um, you know, names out here. Um, the content that they put out here is not a justification for, you know, people to be sliding into their DMs saying all kinds of hateful and, you know, obscene things to them they are not they are not objects you know to be to be toyed with um they are there to provide a fantasy to provide great content for you know our sexual needs our sexual arousal and yeah just the nature of let's put some some respect on our sexual amen amen thank you again so much tyrell for being a part of the holiloquy podcast i definitely appreciate appreciate you so fucking much uh, to thank the you. listeners thank y'all so much for also being a part of the podcast family thank you so much for, following, uh, for listening to the holiloquy podcast where we step out and speak about sexuality just in case no one else told you this today you are beautiful you are worthy of happiness and joy you are enough and then some you may not live up to the expectation of others but that is okay You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.